You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back to our two... The Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You got Joe Galina, you got Tony Sincata, and Pete Considori pushing all the right buttons, keeping us flying straight, doing a great job producing our show. And uh, it's a Super Bowl weekend, Tony. And uh, we were talking about some of the... uh, of our favorite snacks as we uh, watch our game uh, tomorrow night. Uh, I I think I'm going to... Like I said, it's just me and my wife. Uh, I'll do a little chili, maybe uh, order a personal uh, meat lover's uh, pizza, and uh, we'll have some wings. And, uh, you know, here's another issue, dude. Uh, have you heard of what show follows the Super Bowl tomorrow night? No, I have no idea. Okay, it's called This Is Us. Have you ever heard of the show? No. Okay. So... Um, you know, it, it's a show, you know, I kind of watch it with uh, my wife and my daughter, you know, but it's it's a show that, like, intentionally, its goal is to intentionally make you cry. It's one of these really? shows, it probably should be on Lifetime, to tell you the truth. It's actually a pretty, de- <laughs> it's probably a, it's a decent show, don't get me wrong. It follows the exploits of a, a family that uh, has uh, three not three. I was going to say three triplets, but that's redundant, right? <laughs> that's triplets, and uh, it follows the, their their life. And it's one of these shows that like will show you what happened when they were born, and then when they were, uh, you know, in elementary school, then middle school. It just jumps around and stuff. So, um, but I, I'm wondering how many. Uh, and, and, and you know, I don't mean to be sexist or whatnot, but because uh, uh, I know that there are many, many female football fans along with the male football fans, but I wonder how many guys are going to be forced by their significant others to stick through and, and watch this show, This Is Us, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, well, not tomorrow night. Tonight. They're, they're expecting it to start around 10, 15. Cause what time is kickoff time? Is it like 6.37 usually? Uh, something, some time like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah 6.30. Yeah, so it's going to be about... 10 o'clock it'll be coming on yeah yeah so they're thinking that it comes on at ten fifteen. so if uh, you drink like during the day before the super bowl like you can fall asleep you really time, could think. yeah you really could and, and you're right today's saturday right so okay so yes i was right it is tomorrow uh but yeah so are you going to be uh sticking around uh, a little uh no. this is us no you don't, I will, you don't feel uh, like you need a good cry come on as soon as the game's over, I will start looking at the next day's NBA. <laughs> there you go. That's my life. Yeah. That's the life of Tony Sincata. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, you know what to do? Set your DVR, okay? For uh, this, is, my <laughs> this kids ask me that. My kids ask me, right? Uh-huh. For, I have three kids from twelve to seventeen, uh-huh. and people and they ask me, Dad, what TV, What's your favorite TV show? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> they go, what, what shows do you watch? I go, I don't watch any. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm thinking about how how crazy my life is. Yeah, that's the life of a fantasy analyst, right? The you... last TV show that I watched regularly and knew like what day it was on and what time it was on mm-hmm. was 24. How oh, long wow. ago was that? 
uh, the original 24 is a while ago. <laughs> that's, a, that's a while ago, yeah. Uh, that's probably back in the days when you were managing that financial institution you just spoke about. <laughs> right, right. And before that was The Sopranos, and uh-huh. I, I don't remember watching it. Now, I did watch all of uh, Designated Survivor uh, on demand. I, I, right. I watched it on demand. I didn't mm-hmm. know what night it's on. I don't know what channels it's on. Right. And that's my... I just summed up all in my last 20 years what yeah. I've watched on TV. I currently watch, uh, I guess you would consider it to be a lot of television shows. Uh, but I, I might not watch them like, you know, when they air live, like I'll tape them and then, yeah. you know, catch up with them. But uh, most of them seem to be uh, superhero related. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my, my, I go to all the superhero movies with my kids. Yeah, they, yeah. they love them. Yeah. So I did watch one more for the people out there. I watched... In two days, I watched every episode of uh, Ozark on oh, Netflix, yeah. which was very good. Yeah, it, it is, is it on Netflix already? It was on Netflix. Wow. That's where I watched it at least. Yeah, I got to check that out because I've seen like uh, two or three episodes of that, and I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. All right. So are you a betting man, uh, Tony? I've uh, I've known to make some investments. You've made some wagers or whatnot. So I've been uh, talking about these uh, these prop bets. Uh, so some of them are kind of fun. Uh, let's uh, let's see where you stand on some of these, right? The uh, uh, the national anthem, which is going to be sung by Pink. Are you a Pink fan? I'm a, I am the biggest Pink fan. Oh, in fact, in my history of my radio career, I've only gotten a couple times calls during the show for me to please stop talking about what I was talking about. Right. And one of them was by Mike Cardano because I was talking about my love and admiration for Pink. Uh-huh. And I guess I went on for like five, seven minutes of what I would like to do to her. <laughs> and um, he was driving around with his mother in the car and it didn't sound <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> and he called Pete Constantine and said, please, <laughs> please tell him to stop. <laughs> Pete, do you remember that? How can I not? <laughs> <laughs> so Pink's coming in in April. Uh, I'm actually going to go to the show. She's super talented. Don't get me wrong. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the over-under on the national anthem, which she will be singing, uh, and they took this number based on the average time of the past 12 years. Uh, it's over or under 120 seconds. What do you think? Oh, really? Yeah. See. You've got an educated bookmaker there because there's a lot of them out there mm-hmm. that are at two minutes, and there's only been one in the history that's gone over two minutes. Um, I think that goes over just by a little. Hmm. Here's here's I'm going to tell you. There's a, I forget who the singer was. Right. So the one time this bet went over, mm-hmm. this bet went over. Right. The books did not pay. Wow. Uh, out because the singer, who might have been Christina Aguilera, I think, mm-hmm. added two words. So they said it made the vo- the bet null and void. Wow. So she does. Wow. So she, she doesn't even know our national anthem. <laughs> Take away her citizenship. She's adding words to the national anthem. <laughs> she added words. And, 
And that was a big controversy in the Super Bowl prop bets. Uh, Any uh, national anthems just in general stick out to you? One in particular sticks out with me in terms of a sporting event. Uh, I think it was two years ago, Thanksgiving, Aretha Franklin sang the song. Yes, I was was trying to think if it was Aretha or Patti LaBelle. I couldn't remember who. She just finished yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. And don't get me wrong, Aretha Franklin, uh, really great talent or whatnot, but she's just full of herself because she was yes. the song, not the, you know, oh, it was like, my oh God. my God, please. Didn't she have like a, uh, didn't she have like a fur coat that was indoors <laughs> too, so, and yeah. and she was wearing like gloves, <laughs> like that is the one of the most, that and Rosie O'Donnell are the two oh, most yeah. memorable national oh, anthems in the Carl history Lewis. of sports. Carl Lewis, oh, that, the Olympian, didn't he like, that was he was crazy. way yeah. off key. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Pink, pink. But here's the problem: this controversy with pink now. Hmm. Pink's from Philadelphia. Is she going to wear Eagles gear? That's some of the props Ooh, that are out there. Interesting. Okay, I didn't realize she's from. Philadelphia. See, at first, I thought no way. Mm-hmm. Like, but she's a rebel. She might do that. She might. Yeah. Um. All right, let's take a look at a prop bet a little bit more sports-related here. Uh, the largest lead of the game, um, 14 and a half, over or under? Ooh, I'm going to go under. Okay. But you've changed your tune on the on the uh, overall game that you think that the yeah. Pats are going to win Pats fairly win big. 14. Okay. 14. But it'll never be 14 and a half. And it's never going to go over fifteen. So I'm going to I'm going to go that I'm going to go that route. Yeah. Who do you think never scores be 20, first? By the way, huh? never think? be twenty eight to three. Um, the Eagles, based on the yeah. Patriots' play, I right? agree with you. Yeah, they've always <laughs> even Tennessee. Actually, even Tennessee was ahead of them. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, here's one: uh, Will Bel- Bill Belichick uh, wear a hoodie? Yes or no? You know what? I am going with yes, but. It should be no. Like, mm-hmm. if you make a logical bet, mm-hmm. you should say no since the game is indoors and he hasn't wore a hoodie in any of the first two playoff okay. games in games outdoors. It would be awesome if he came out in a, in a suit with a tie. Just to, just, to just blow everyone's mind, you know? <laughs> and maybe, like, you <laughs> See, know, slick, slick, slick his hair back uh, like uh, McAdoo did, you know, the old Giants oh, coach. <laughs> We don't want anything emulating Bob McAdoo, right? I mean, that's not what you want. Hey, uh, Bill Belichick, you think about uh, slicking your hair back so you could be like Bob McAdoo? Or Ben, I think his name, right? Is it Ben or Bob? Oh, yeah, Bob was the the big uh, center in the so NBA. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Remember Bob McAdoo? He was a Nick yeah, for yeah, a little, yeah. little while. Uh, coin toss, if it's uh, tails or heads. And, and you know, uh, I was... Uh, not for nothing. Yeah. If you bet on the coin toss, <laughs> you got a problem, right? You got a problem. You I've might as well it. bet on like two cockroaches and see which one goes across the room first, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But supposedly the the Pats um, in all the Super Bowls where they lost the coin toss, they've won the Super Bowl, like uh, in the last five or something like that. Oh, I have another one. Then every time they've won white jerseys, they've won too, uh-huh. and they're wearing white. Yeah. So. Uh, he, he, uh, this one's a little silly. Will Donald Trump attend the game? Yes or no? No. I say no. And uh, no. is he going to tweet? Or how many, well, like, the over under on the tweets, right? Yeah, there's five tweets out there. Now, I need clarification because this is the problem. 
I, I've done. I've researched this mm-hmm. now. I, I went out and researched this. But <laughs> <laughs> to retweets count is one I need to know. Right. I doubt it. I, I would say probably like original tweets. He doesn't yeah. retweet too much. So it's right? going to be. That's exactly it. Yeah. I went back and I looked at the last thirty days. Mm-hmm. He's not. There's. There's no way he gets five tweets. He's gonna. He's gonna. If the Patriots win, he's gonna he's congratulate because Kraft Bill is Belichick. his friend, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Belichick and and him and friends and yeah. him and friends and um, I I don't think that's there. But here's the thing: the last two days he's gotten a little more uh, tweeting than he had in the last. So I'm a little worried that he knows. If like if he knows that this is a bet, he's the kind of guy that's got a big <laughs> ego. Right. Like he's tweeted just now twice in the last four hours. Mm-hmm. He made a retweet 21 hours ago. Another retweet seven hour, 17 hours ago. Uh, a tweet 20 hours ago. Right. So that's three tweets in the last 24 hours and two retweets. So that's five if they count retweets. Mm. Before that, on the second, he had three tweets. Prior to that, he only had like two and one wow, you in did each your day. Research. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah. I'm, some of these I'm taking seriously. Uh-huh. I have some some ones here, and this Donald Trump one's very interesting to me because I think he's a type that will. You know, he might. He likes to make a little money. Even like, I could see him betting on that and doing it and, and going. Then you know, hmm. and putting it there, and then not showing us his taxes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you said the the Eagles probably score first. Uh, do you? What do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be a field goal? Do you think it's a field touchdown? Goal. Okay. All right. And uh, do they score a touchdown? Ever. In this game, yeah, yeah, ever. Oh, yes, yeah. And, is. Uh, is. Well, who do you think scores the first touchdown for the Eagles? I'm going to go with Legarrett Blunt. Okay, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Trey Burton. I'm going to go crazy. I like that. Yeah. You know, that would be great odds. <laughs> yeah, you go there and you get it. And and here's the thing: I think you're going to see some Trey Burton tomorrow. Yeah, I think that you go if you're going to try to run the ball and control the clock, you're going to go to tight ends mm-hmm. and you're going to set up some play action passes. And then you have Ertz will get a lot of attention. Trey Burton's a very athletic and I could almost yeah. make the, the uh, argument, a better receiver and more of an athlete than Zach Ertz. Yeah. He's, I think Burton's a uh, free agent next season. too. Free agent. Yeah. Yes. So he would uh, like to, could you imagine he would like that? to cash in? Yeah, absolutely. Um, how many times, Will the word "dilly" be said during the broadcast? Uh, over on there's oh, twelve and I, a half. I have never got this whole stupid thing. Like this is the dumbest thing, like in the world, and yet some ad marketing rep is going to make a fortune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how many times now said during the broadcast? Yeah, twelve and a half. And so it's not like let's say uh, the announcers. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, so it, 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 I got a little research here. Mm-hmm. I did. I got a little research on this too. Okay. If you count the commercials. One commercial says it's seven and a half, seven point five times mm-hmm. uh, when you take the different dilly dilly commercials. So right. it averages seven and a half times per commercial. Right. So that commercial has to come out twice, and you win. There you go. Yeah. So uh, you, you're taking the over, right? But yeah, I would go over mm-hmm. if I had to pick one. The only thing is, people debut new commercials usually on the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. I don't know if the dilly dilly things played, but I'm, I'm going over. Okay. Uh, will Justin Timberlake wear a hat to start the halftime show? Oh, yes. <laughs> Don't you know? He's a lumber sexual now. Did you know he was a lumber sexual? I did not know that. Yes. So he's getting. He's, I don't know what that is. What is a lumber sexual? I'm sorry. 
Oh yeah, I had a, I had asked too. <laughs> so, a lumbersexual is a man that likes to be in the woods, mm-hmm. that wears flannel and has a long shaggy beard. Now he has a beard. Yeah, it's not long and shaggy. He's got he that does have hair. You know, I could picture him he's growing that hair. Yeah. and he's got a pickup truck now in this in his album cover. Really? So, he, he, yeah, he's getting killed on this album because it's it's like regular music and not the dance hip hop stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he's been uh, lumped to the lumbosexual crowd. So I think that uh, he will be wearing some sort of hat device. Mm. Uh, back to commercials. Uh, do you have like a favorite one, one that sticks out at you? Like oh, the, in history? The or, first or? time ever, ever was the GoDaddy commercials with all oh, them yeah. hot women. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, they're selling Danica domain. Patrick, like, I yeah, couldn't yeah. Keep, like, I couldn't get what they were trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I couldn't figure it out. It was amazing. You remember Terrible Terry Tate? The, the, he used to sack people in the office if they weren't following office protocol. Oh, no. I got to go back <laughs> yeah, and go back. And that, that, it. that used to be, uh, it, it killed us, you know, uh, being an office worker at, at the time. So uh, when we come back, uh, I like this. Uh, so more of these prop uh, bets. Uh, I want to talk about fantasy Football Jeopardy. Well, it's not really fantasy football, but football Jeopardy. I don't know if you've ever heard about that, Tony. Uh, we'll be yes. back with more of Weekend Fantasy Update. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. And we're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Rocking a little uh, ACDC. Yes. She was a fast machine, Tony. That was my favorite ACDC song. Oh, it's a great bar song. Probably still to this day, right? All night long. That actually, the Back in Black album, I think it's one of the 10 best albums of all time because there isn't a. I, I choose my greatest albums by. The songs on the that are not on the radio, yeah, yeah, and and every song on that album is it, it, it could be a hit if it was on the radio. Rock and roll ain't uh, noise pollution, right? Yes. Uh, well, Hell's Bells was, I guess it was on the rock stations, but it wasn't like a top forty hit. But what's interesting about Hell's Bells is that uh, one of the local Catholic schools uh, in my neighborhood. Uh, in, in in between halves, they play Hell's Bells. <laughs> That's pretty funny that you know really? Catholic school will be playing that. But uh, I, I love ACDC. Here, here's the uh, here's the album. It's Hell's Bells was the first song. Right. Shoot to Thrill, oh, which I thought awesome. was a very underrated song. Awesome. What you do for money, honey, is very uh, yeah. You know, it's a lesson in life. Right. Giving the dog a bone it might be the lowest on the song on this one. Mm-hmm. Let me put my love into you. Always love doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back in black, you shook me all night long. Have a drink on me right. is a great song. Shake a leg is under um, underappreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And rock and roll ain't noise pollution. That's the entire Back in Black ACDC album. Yeah, you remember back in the day when uh, people weren't eating Tide Pods and like people would uh, uh, the uh, artists would put together an album, but they'd really take really care in terms of you know the the 
song selections and where they appeared. It was like they, they tried to put a concept together, you know, even with the art cover, of the cover of the album and whatnot. Then, you know, today, uh, the new artists, they still say they're putting out albums, but, uh, you know, dude, it's digital. <laughs> Although vinyl is, st- vinyl is starting to make a comeback. It is. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it actually is. People don't, people don't realize they don't make CDs anymore, right? right, right. And they make vinyl mm-hmm. because everybody goes to, you know, iTunes, I mean, uh, iTunes and right. buys them. And But uh, the vinyl's coming, coming back. Nothing like the full sound of, uh, of a, a vinyl record. You think the pay phones will ever make a comeback? <laughs> uh, if uh, cell phone plans keep on uh, rising in price, maybe. They might have to. You can get Metro PCS four lines for twenty five dollars or something like uh, that. I look, keep seeing. Got to look into that. Uh, we should charge. <laughs> we should charge them for a commercial. Metro PCS. <laughs> that uh, reminds me of lumber sexuals and metrosexuals. Yeah, we're, 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 we're learning a lot. Yeah, the, yeah. the lumber sexuals and uh, all that jazz. So let's do a couple more of these uh, prop uh, bets. Uh, we'll talk a little uh, Jeopardy because it was kind of funny uh, what happened the other night. I was I happened to be watching live. And then Pete Considori, our producer, is going to join us in a uh, uh, little uh, Super Bowl trivia, which is pretty cool. So uh, Al Michaels, you know, he's probably a lot older than we think. He's been around forever, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. 1980, right, was his claim to fame. Yeah, Call me, yeah, uh, yeah. Do Olympic you believe in miracles? Metal. Yeah. Yeah, so that was 37 years ago, people. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's broadcast just about everything. I think uh, baseball, basketball, whatnot. But uh, uh, how many times do you think Al Michaels is going to say Vegas? Or will he? Not how many times. Will he say Vegas? Uh, I'm going to say no. The okay. only way that he does, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very small is if at the end of the game, like it just puts something over the number, right? Or there's an interception at the end of the game that makes the number, and yet he still has to say Vegas, which could be it. He could say you know, odds makers instead of Vegas. I could picture him saying odds yeah, makers. Or, more or than he Vegas. could have just alluded to it like that one play <laughs> just made a lot of people happy. Yeah, yeah. And he might not say either, either uh, yeah. odds makers or Vegas. What about uh, Eli? You think he appears in a commercial? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a few. Let me I ask a question. I haven't watched, before. but some of them have been Peyton leaked. Is it Peyton Manning automatically the guy that replaced um, John Gruden on Monday Night Football? I think he'd do a fantastic job. Yeah. Like, uh, like I can't even think of a second guy. Yeah. Uh, both of the Mannings, uh, Eli and Peyton, they have a pretty good sense of humor. You wouldn't think of it with Eli, but uh, you know, if you if you go on YouTube and uh, him and his bro. Uh, yeah. They're rapping, and they're doing pretty cool stuff, uh, even uh, on uh, SNL. By the way, just in terms of uh, the the halftime show, uh, Justin Timberlake, you talked about Pink, but Justin Timberlake, uh, he's really a phenomenal performer. If you watch him on uh, when he's hosted SNL, he's, he's got good comedic timing and a really good singer. But uh, Did you ever watch his videos? I think it's called Dick in a Box. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What? Yeah. I, like the first time... I had to watch it like five times to figure out, why the hell would he do this? <laughs> yeah, it got a lot of play, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you think any player will kneel during the national anthem? I'm saying no. Mm-hmm. I don't think on this stage, all the negativity had, no. Okay. Um, it would be awesome if this did happen, you know. But will Janet Jackson appear during the halftime show? So uh, three months ago, I was 110% convinced. Mm-hmm. I actually looked when I found out Timberlake was the guy. Yeah. 
I looked at her, her tour schedule, not playing tonight, not playing on the Super Bowl night. But the lines, the lay, the lines in Vegas, like five hundred to one. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying they're not giving away money on this. Mm-hmm. Somebody knows that she ain't going. Right. Okay. Uh, remember the, the big controversy with her and uh, Timberlake with the nip slip, right? A few years back, the last time that uh, yeah. Timberlake was part of the uh, halftime show. Uh, is Will any member of NSYNC make a halftime show appearance? The question and answer is no, no, <laughs> no, because Justin Timberlake likes the spotlight himself. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that everybody loves, and he's not going to share the stage with those guys. Uh, what color Gatorade will be dumped on the winning coach? Oh, this one's easy. <laughs> well, I, it's easy I, I have it an answer be. that I think it will be, but go ahead, tell me what you think. All you people out there <laughs> that drink Gatorade and don't drink the original lime color, mm-hmm. you guys are uh, uh, lost, man. You go with the original. You don't go to Kentucky Fried Chicken and get extra crispy, and you don't get Gatorade that isn't lime green. So I'm going lime green. I think it's going to be orange. But uh, I love the lime green flavor uh, myself. Nobody drinks orange. I do. Really? Yeah, I drink the lime green. Come I drink on. the orange. I even drink the red. Uh, my kids drink the blue, which I, I don't like, and the purple I don't like. Um, do you remember the Gatorade gum? Do you remember that uh, they had a gum and it was uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. like a an acquired taste, but now that it's not around anymore, I miss it. Really. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. Can't think of anything that's. I'm trying to think of what's around, not around anymore that I miss. You know what? I, I never understood though is how the bagels dominated the English muffins out of the uh, space. Like the English muffins were so good, but nobody has them. They have bagels now. The thing is, you, you, me personally, I think I need to eat about two or three uh, English muffins. I'm still hungry after I eat an English muffin. If I eat a, a bagel, which I, you know, my doctor told me I need to lose a couple of pounds, so I stay, stay away from them when I can. But eat a bagel, it sticks to your ribs. If you if your doctor <laughs> told you told you to lose a couple of pounds, you should just uh, try to X lax at night. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll I'll eat some extra chili tomorrow. I think that's it. I think if you (laughs) keep pooping. That's the one thing about being sick is that's good. Like, if you're sick once a year and you drop, like, 10, 15 pounds. Yeah, isn't that awesome that you you lose the weight after you're sick for a couple days? I would like to plan my sicknesses once a year. Right. (laughs) Uh, A little football related here. Uh, Nick Foles, uh, total passing yards over or under 235 and a half. Too low in today's football. Uh, I'm going over the total. Okay. Uh, who uh, turns the ball over first? Oh, Philadelphia. They turned it over four times, and they still won um, that game against uh, – who was their first one in the playoffs against? Saints? I'm not sure. I forget who it was. But they turned it over four times. Each running back coughed it up. And they still won, so oh. I'm going with Philadelphia. Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Uh, is it family? God? No, God. <laughs> Everyone's, it's going to be God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joel Osteen? Nick Foles wants Joel to be a, I want to thank yeah, Joel Osteen. I want to thank Joel Osteen. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming for his church and his money. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, Joel Osteen. Come on, man. How many times will the Rocky statue in Philadelphia be shown during the broadcast? Over on, there's just one. Oh, it's going to go. Yeah, I'm going a couple. 
Yeah. Will there be a safety? No safety. Okay. All right. Do you um, think there'll be a safety? I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. I, I would. I would say no. So did you did you watch uh, Jeopardy the other night when they had? I did not football? see this live. Oh, you didn't no. see it live? No, I didn't see it all actually, yeah, yeah. but I know about it. Yeah. I didn't see it. Uh, so I'm, I'm uh, having dinner with uh, my wife at my mother-in-law's home and uh, trying to avoid them all, you know. So I'm watching a little a little Jeopardy, uh, and uh, there's the uh, football category, and you had uh, two guys and a female playing, and um, so it, let me give you the uh, the questions, and you tell me, right? So. Yeah. Uh, Quarterback, and I, I paraphrase some when I could. Uh, quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. What's the answer? What's the question? That's the question. Uh, you know, tell me what. Ha- oh, yeah. What, when the what quarterback when the quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. What is option? Very good. And you use the, the you asked. In the form of a question, you answered it. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm question, ready. Yeah. So that's question number two. Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. What is the Dallas Cowboys? Right. Or who are the Dallas Cowboys? But I'll accept that. Uh, so the, the, none of them, you know, clock in. They just, they just, you know, just, you know, just sitting, standing there. And and Alex Trebek is getting all, you know, like he's basically. Laughing at them, yeah. I can tell you guys are big football fans. He's like being all sarcastic, and uh, he's like, "I think we should go to commercials." At number three, by signaling for one of these, a returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. Um, fair catch, right? But you didn't put it in the form of a question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is fair catch? <laughs> okay. We've only got two more, but uh, simultaneous violations by the offense and defense that can cancel oh, each other what is out. Offsetting penalties. There you go. You're killing this 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 category there, Tony. Um, and then the uh, the fifth was like a video thing where uh, they were in uh, the Minnesota Stadium and uh, the Ring of Honor from this defensive line that took the Vikings to four Super Bowls. Oh, the perp. What is the purple pita eaters? Uh, not Peter. <laughs> you might have that tomorrow. <laughs> <You know? Okay. laughs> people, but uh, the purple people. You know, I could picture that th- they would give you credit for that, and then when they come back from commercial, they'll be like, uh, "The judges have uh, said." No, he said Peter eaters. <laughs> We're not into Peter eaters on this show. That's a different show. <laughs> so uh, you know, as he's reading them, you know, Alex Trebek, who's been hosting that show forever, he goes, you know, before he reads that last question, he goes, "Let's look at the thousand clue." The thousand dollar clue, just for the fun of it. He goes, "If you guys ring in and get this one, I'm gonna die." <laughs> you know what else? I'll tell you what's crazy about like me calling them the purple people. Peter, you just, <laughs> when anyone talks about the Keebler Owls, I call them the Fudge Packers <laughs> because right, they have fudge cookies, yeah, yeah. right? That, but it's not and some people it's a anymore. negative connotation, yeah. so people look at me like crazy. Yeah, and I've just always called the little guys the, the you know the little guys fudge packets my whole life, yeah. and so I get myself in a bad situation when when <laughs> Keebler L's are out. So technically, I, I'd have to say that you're wrong on that last question. Even oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so. At least I don't you lost get a thousand, but you lost a thousand dollars on that one. Yeah, you know, yeah. but who wants to be perfect these days, right? <laughs> it's a lot of. You remember the uh, yeah, you, being a New England guy? Were you, were you a Cheers fan at all? Oh yeah, the, the TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I went there uh, on my twenty first birthday. Oh, you, you went to the, what the, the the bar that has the Cheers sign outside, but it's not really Cheers, or 
What's no, it called? I went the, to the I went to the it one uh in Faneuil Hall that's made to believe. Right. That's like the oh, cheers down yeah. the street. We were in Boston a couple of years ago. You're right. And there is a cheers. Yeah. Right. It's like... A... There's little like within, you know, 10 minutes of each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you remember the episode where uh, Cliffy, the uh, the know-it-all post, postal uh, worker, he's on Jeopardy, right? And he's killing it. And then all of a sudden he, he loses. And uh, he answered one question and he said, uh, uh, you know, five people that have never been in my kitchen or something along those lines. <laughs> that, was his, that was his answer. Uh, I don't know. Well, anyway, we have uh, Pete Considori with us who's going to uh, wow us with some uh, Super Bowl trivia. Uh, Pete, you there, buddy? Yeah, you guys ready? I think Tony's oh, ready, yeah. except just uh, don't ask him any PETA questions. No, I won't. Right. I won't. All right, so we're doing all on Super Bowl here. Let's start with the first one. You can go to either one of you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Which player has the most touchdown passes in a quarter of a Super Bowl? Do- uh, thrown or received? That's a good question. Doesn't say it here. <laughs> 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 and my vast football knowledge. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll skip that one. No, How, no, about, no, no, no. <laughs> How about that one? Well, read the question again. Read the question again. Well, it, all they li- li- literally showed me is most, <laughs> most touchdown passes in a quarter. Okay. That's all it says. I'm, I'm going to say. I'm going to guess. Yeah, go ahead. Let's take a guess. All right. I'll take two guesses. Right. One a quarterback and one a receiver. Uh-huh. I'm going to go Doug Williams and Jerry Rice. Interesting. You're right with Doug Williams. Wow. Okay. All right. There we go. Denver's How about that? Yeah. yeah, those are the days when the NFC just dominated. Yeah. <laughs> the Super Bowl. Okay. I remember that game. That was the most shocking thing in the world. Yeah. And I believe he's the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Uh, you might be right. You might be right. Um, what do you got for us? Uh, Moving on yeah. to the next question. Which quarterback has thrown the most interceptions in his Super Bowl career? Oh. I'll take a guess just because he's been in so many. How about Jim Kelly? Incorrect. Oh, I'm okay. going opposite. Uh, Fran Tocketing. Incorrect. Mm. Oh, who is it? John Elway for Denver in five wow, games. Right. Eight oh. interceptions. He, he, for he, he lost a couple career. before he won, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You forget yeah. that he was in so many. Okay. And their defense sucked. They had to throw yeah. the ball at all times. All right. All right. Well, uh, John Elway gave me my, my greatest. Uh, Super Bowl memory when the Giants beat him in uh, 1986-87 season. When we come back, Pete's going to give us some more questions, more Super Bowl trivia when we come back. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Beat up my boss. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold. 
Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, that guy, that whole beer thing, right? It's a little crazy because I don't think he gets a lot in his mouth. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It's just for effect, right? Right, but I mean, that's a big waste of beer for all the people out there that truly enjoy their beer. Yeah. Are, you, are you a craft beer guy? I'm not a craft beer guy. Like, I like shitty domestic beer. Yeah. I, I kind of, you know, I haven't been able to drink as much beer as I as I like due to uh, uh, my doctor again, So, but I, but I drink hard liquor. Isn't that weird? I could drink scotch and vodka and all this stuff, but uh, the, the uric acid in, in, in beer doesn't agree with me. So, uh, but Your I used doctor to, seems like he's no fun. Right. You know, I, I'll probably outlive him. What do you think? I think so. I think so. I, I think <laughs> I'm, I'm knocking on wood. Yeah. Uh, Imagine I, that... Go ahead. Is go ahead. that why you drink scotch? Is that why I drink scotch? No, you. Do, that's what your your choice of yeah. Like is. usually in the winter, I'm more of a scotch guy, and then uh, in the spring and summer months, maybe I'll I'll, I'll switch over to vodka. You know, I'll, also yeah. I'll like you know some whiskey like Maker's Mark and and stuff like that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I stopped drinking whiskey once I had kids because when it cried, I couldn't get out of bed, and then. Uh, <laughs> Vodka, I like now. Yeah. Scotch, not so, scotch. I don't know. I, yeah. I like it with yeah, a lot of ice. I don't know. Some people would like it neat, but you know, I, you know. And I find, of course, what, what's the rule? Because we're we're teaching our audience something. You got to uh, drink a lot of water in between your uh, oh. alcoholic beverages. People, I'll give you a little lesson. So I've had the opportunity to hang out with some professional athletes <laughs> a time or two in some bars and stuff. The reason why they're able to function and still get absolutely whatever they stay out all night, yeah, is for every drink they drink a glass of water with. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, like you see high level athletes, they'll order like say, uh, you know, a Long Island iced tea yeah. and, a, and a water, right? And they'll bang down a Long Island iced tea like it's nothing, yeah. and then a glass of water. Man, if a, if a Long Island iced tea is made properly, it is a delicious drink. I quit drinking for 24 hours because I went to the Hard Rock Cafe once in Montreal, mm-hmm. and they had pitches of Long Island iced teas, mm-hmm. and I went home with the ugliest woman I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> and I quit drinking for 24 hours because of that. Uh, That's a true story. You can't make that up. Uh, it would be nice if you would have taken a selfie with this woman so that we'd be able to judge if she really was. I don't even this. think we had cell phones back then. Oh, really? I don't know. It could have been that bad if you only lasted 24 hours without a drink. <laughs> I was, it's hard to go to the forum and see the Bruins and Canadians and not drink. So, yeah. 24 hours. And not only did I go home with this woman, I woke up, right? I woke up and I look and see her next to me and I'm like, oh, what did I do? And then I go out of her house and I don't even know where I am. Like, I, I don't know where I am. And it's not like the days there was Uber around. Right, right, and, right. And, yeah. So I had to find a way back to wherever I was supposed to be in a foreign country. <laughs> Knock on her door and say, you mind if I use your internet? I need to use MapQuest. <laughs> is it that long ago? I mean, the, the internet was yeah. around, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. It was internet, but yeah, you're right. I would have needed MapQuest. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. You know, I was thinking about that. I get, I hated Uber drivers. Because when I got out of high school, I was a taxi driver. We had to have like these real maps, and now they get these their phones telling them where to go. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. I'm like, man, you guys don't know. Like, you don't know what it's like to be a taxi driver back when there was no. Siri, what actually there was yeah. no map quest. Yeah, very true, very true. Uh, all right, Pete, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. 
All right. Uh, give us another uh, another few, and then maybe uh, we'll talk about some of the uh, the classic. Uh, the well, nice music there. The classic halftime shows. Let's find out uh, which ones Tony liked and didn't like. Hour number three, we're going to be uh, focusing on some fantasy baseball as well. So hit us there. All oh. right. So our next question is, which Super Bowl had the highest stadium audience attendance? It's 103,985 wow. people. It was at uh, Jerry Jones' stadium. The, the new Dallas one? Yeah. I don't know which stadium it was at, but it was the Los Angeles Rams versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. Uh, no, Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl 14. Wow, 14. 14. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I wonder if maybe, could it be like one of these college stadiums, like the Rose Bowl, maybe? Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think. Jerry, because Jerry's got over 100,000 seats. Yeah. So this is Super Bowl 14, huh? Yep. Yeah, Jesus. All right. All right. Next one. Which Super Bowl was the most watched on television? It's uh, 114.5 million viewers. By the way, uh, Super Bowl 14 did take place at the Rose Bowl. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the this is the m- most television viewers for a Super Bowl, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which Super Bowl was the most watched for on television? I'm gonna say Patriots Eagles. Really? Not this year. Back <laughs> Don McNabb. Incorrect. Hmm. Dallas really? has to be in one of them, right? Oh, They're America's Giants team. Could be, Giants, though, it, New York could be in one of them. Yeah. Incorrect. Obviously, we don't know, Pete. So. Oh, All right. So Dallas wasn't involved. The Giants weren't involved. And, S- yeah. Okay. Super so. Bowl 49, Seattle versus New England was the highest rate broadcast of all time. Oh, wow. 114.5. Yeah, because on paper, viewers. that's a fantastic. Is that the one where uh, they uh, they didn't give the ball to, to Lynch? Yes. <laughs> right, okay. All right. Uh, what else you got there? All right. Which team had the longest time of possession in a Super Bowl? 40 minutes and 33 seconds was the possession time. Wow. Time of possession. I'm assuming it's not consecutive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. could you imagine? A 40-minute drive? (laughs) (laughs) 40-minute drive, Super Bowl. Uh, That would be into the third quarter. I'm going to go 49ers because you're not asking, like, against who or whatnot. No, just the team. Yeah, yeah. That's incorrect. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to go 49. I'm going to go the oh, New York because you know Giants. it's incorrect. Why would you go 49ers? Oh, that's true. The, I'm going to New York football Giants. You are correct. The New York Giants in Super Bowl you know 25. Wow. That was so easy, Joe. You know why? Why? Because they're the only team I can remember that ran the ball with O.J. Anderson that game. Yeah. And they just kept running the ball. Yep. Against Buffalo, I think it was against. Of course, yeah. That was the uh, Scott Norwood uh, kick game. Right? All the other ones I remember like great quarterback play. That yeah. was the other that was fine. I should have known that. I'm a bad Giant fan. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? You are a Giants fan. <laughs> I do remember Otis Anderson. I mean, uh, he was an older guy that really he was he was the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Half time show. New kids on the block. That's Hang, your favorite. Hanging tough. No, no, no. That's. For, for that Super Bowl. The oh, Super Bowl Jesus. 25. Hanging tough? <laughs> yeah. well, I remember that. Well, that that was one of their top songs, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So what do you, <laughs> keep it coming All there, All right, Pete. here we go. Next one. Which Super Bowl team had the most playing time in the lead with 59 minutes, 48 seconds? Oh, shit. That's the Atlanta Falcons. Incorrect. <laughs> I'm going to say the Rams. Oh. Incorrect. The Seattle Seahawks in Super Bowl 48. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, against Denver? 
when they beat their ass. Super Bowl 48 champion. Was that Peyton Manning and Seahawks? They, I think Seahawks Broncos. I think you're right. Yeah, Seahawks yeah. Broncos. They got a defensive touchdown right at the start of the game. They uh, dominated the Denver Broncos 43 to eight. Yeah, <laughs> that's domination. Yeah, that is. All right, the next one here. <laughs> Which Super Bowl had the most offensive plays in the game at a total of 93? Oh, I know this. Go, you want to go ahead, Joe? I, I know this. No, if you know it, go ahead. I it's the Falcons and Patriots. That is correct. Mm. Super Bowl Fifty One, New England versus Atlanta. The next makes, makes sense. Yeah. Next question, real quick. Which Super Bowl had the most lead changes in its game, with a total of seven? Ooh. Any guesses? Yeah, I guess. Um, I I don't remember too many hotly in the Patriots game didn't have any lead changes. Mm. All right. We, so how many? How many? Uh, I'm going to go Carolina and New England again. Incorrect, Joe. Uh, I give up. All right. It's <laughs> Pittsburgh versus Los Angeles Rams in Super Bowl 14. Oh, wow. I used to root for the Rams always to beat Pittsburgh, and they never did. That's why there are so many, especially in the New York area, there are a lot of Steelers fans, a lot of Cowboys fans, because in the 70s, both the Jets and the Giants were terrible. And the Steelers obviously... Uh, yeah. We're in the Super Bowl almost every year. All right, and give us a couple more. Steelers and Cowboys, man. Yeah. Hating them growing up. <laughs> Who? All right, here we go. The next one. Who? Which player had the longest punt in a Super Bowl with 64 <laughs> yards? Yeah, we're going deep now. <laughs> I'm going to go with Sean Landetta. Incorrect. Joe. Uh, I'm going to go. You tell me with the <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Allen, New England versus Seattle. Oh, oh I should have known that. Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> uh, give us the last uh, one. All right. How'd you blow that one? <laughs> How about this one? Which player has the most sacks in a Super Bowl game with four? Hmm. Vaughn Miller. Incorrect. Uh, I know it's wrong, uh, but Michael Strahan. Incorrect. It's mm-hmm. L.C. Greenwood, Pittsburgh versus oh. Dallas, Super Bowl number 10. Right. So, Remember the steel curtain. Yeah. We kind of stink at trivia. Yeah, yeah. kind of. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Pete. If you come up with any uh, questions that I know, ask them. We humbled not, ourselves. Not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Not a problem. All right. So, uh, like I said, next hour we'll be uh, talking uh, fantasy baseball. But uh, let's finish up our uh, coverage of the Super Bowl, Tony. With uh, uh, let's uh, take a look back at some of the more memorable halftime shows, according to yes. Vulture dot com. Oh, I don't know what Vulture is, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm ready for them because well, I, I know my favorites. Yeah. Um, so I'll just skip through some. But uh, they list num- number 25. They list the top 25. But uh, holy shit, yeah, that's, pretty that's deep. a lot. Yeah. Right. Back in 2000, number 25, Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, and Enrique Iglesias, and Tony Braxton. That's like a, that's like a, a bunch of people. It does. It doesn't. I, it didn't make any life change. I don't remember it. Yeah, I, I don't remember it either. And uh, you know, Phil Collins by two thousand was his career over. I mean, Phil Collins with Genesis. Yeah. Phil Collins you know what uh, solo. When I, I think he, he had some kind of medical. Uh, he went problem, deaf. Right? Yeah, yeah. I used to like Genesis with their the drumming. Oh yeah. That. He, yeah, he was the drummer. Who was the, the better three man band, Genesis or Rush? Hmm. Throw the police in there as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a tough one. I, I love Rush. 
I'll go with the police. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even bring him up. I know. I forgot about. <laughs> okay. I, I like Sting. He yeah. had too long of a solo career. I forget. I forget yeah. about them all the time. But this this, this number twenty five has four uh, acts. It's like almost like a nineteen eighties kind of. We all the like world kind of thing. Three quarterbacks. Yeah. You have none. Yeah. If you need four acts, you have none. Yeah. Uh, the Stones uh, number twenty three back in two thousand six. Uh, any memories that was, with that? That was disappointing yeah. to me. Uh, what about this? Is an interesting one. Uh, back in ninety seven, you had Dan Aykroyd, John Goodman, James Belushi, ZZ Top, and James. One of all. Yes. I remember that now. That was one of the dumbest. I said, really? Like, when I thought about it, we're going to have a fake band right. on the halftime, right? right? What the f- <laughs> What were we thinking? Uh, classic uh, rock again, uh, number 20, 2010, The Who. The Who is one of the best mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it made me want to go out and see them when they toured that year, and I didn't go. Yeah. But I was, I was fired up. Like, I thought they were awesome. Back in 1982, I had tickets to see uh, The Who in their uh, farewell concert. <laughs> I was talking about that. I saw the Rolling Stones farewell concert in 2003, and I think they've had seven since then. Yeah, and I, you know, my parents didn't let me go because I was in middle school. I was a young guy, uh, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, this is the last concert that they're ever going to do. Meanwhile, you know, here we are in 2018. They're they're still performing, right? Roger Daltrey's got a big tour going. Yeah. Going is it him alone, year. or is he with the, the Who? Yeah, he's I know by himself. They, right now. they had a, uh, I think, a Vegas ref, uh, residence. Uh, Let's see. Uh, how about Paul McCartney? He comes in at number 17. That was awesome, 2005. Too. That was, I love Paul McCartney. Was, but, you know, and huh? he, I, I said I, I love Paul McCartney. Uh, I love him with the Beatles. I love him solo. But, uh, you know, some of his stuff, though, I mean, he's almost like he's hanging on a little bit too long at this stage, right? Oh, I Don't think you think no? if, yeah. if people keep paying, you yeah. keep playing. I mean, at, at the SNL, like it was, what was it, their 40th anniversary? And I, I think yeah. he, he was terrible on that. I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, Paul. Sorry, Sir You know Paul. what, though? I got to be yeah. honest. Yeah. I, I haven't seen too many people on Saturday Night Live that sound good. I don't know what it is about that show. Mm. It yeah. sounds terrible. All yeah. the bands. And you would think after 40 years that they could, you know, put an environment where yeah. a band would sound good, right? I know. Yeah. I, I don't know why people would go on the show to tell you the truth. I mean, McCartney's made uh, had some uh, prolific lyrics, but there's one that I find very silly. The uh, when he was with Wings, and, and you know, someone's knocking on the door, someone's ringing the bell, someone's knocking on the door, someone's ringing the bell. I like that. Do me a favor. I like the song, but it's kind of silly. Do me a favor. No, that's what I mean. Open you door, can make like I tell in. Mike Cardano, I can make a sh- show about eating a turkey leg and make it interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's what Paul McCartney did there. Yeah, that was, I mean, he's probably laughing all the way. He, you know, he's like, he, I bet you maybe there was some kind of a bet he made with somebody. He says, oh, look, I'm going to put the silliest lyrics yeah. together and I'm going to have a hit. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I get to any others, were there any that you, like a, a favorite of Number yours? Number one all time. Okay. And I wasn't a fan of his. And I've never seen him in constant. I've gone over 200 concerts in my life. Mm-hmm. Bruno Mars dominated the year that he was like that was one of the best things I ever seen in my entire life. Was it the was it uh, him and Red Hot Chili Peppers? The, I don't remember if the Red because yeah, it's, it's listed as number sixteen by Vulture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they what do they have as the number one? Number one. Let's uh, scan here. Uh, number eleven is Black Eyed Peas. Usher. I like number ten I was like Lady Black. Gaga from last year. Who uh, she's in pain and she canceled her tour. Uh, Michael Jackson, oh. number nine and ninety three. You forget that His he was. He did that, right? <laughs> uh, Diana Ross was number six in nineteen ninety six. I think she got taken away in a helicopter. She fought oh, off shit. at the end of her. Uh, so let's scan down. Beyonce was number three with Destiny's Child. 
the reunion. Bad yeah. yeah, they put Madonna as number two. I thought that was a horrible one. I knew one. that she that was, was going to be number one. one. I thought no, she was number, number two. One. No, uh, yeah, number it, one was it, Prince. Prince. Oh, I don't 2007. remember. 2007. Yeah, Madonna wasn't that good. It was, it was over, way yeah. overrated. Yeah. And they don't sing. Hey, I got a real quick uh, trivia question for you. What do Michael Jackson and David Ortiz have in common? What? They both wore a glove for no apparent reason. Oh, 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 oh. All right, we'll be back. We're going to be talking some fantasy baseball at this stage. Weekend fantasy update.